Well, welcome back to the Midweek Motivation episode of the Westside Podcast. My name is Gabe Kolstad, and I'm pumped this week to be here with my friends Colby and Jan. Welcome to the Midweek Motivation Podcast, where we bring practical help for your faith and life. Here's today's episode. How you guys doing? I'm doing good. Hanging in there. Very good. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we want to get to know you just a little bit before we jump into the topic for the day. So why don't we start with you, Colby? Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got connected to Westside? Um, well, I'm one of our student leaders here at Westside. Um, I do a lot of event leadership at, with the um, students and yeah. just over here. I really got connected to Westside. Like, I've been here my whole life. I mean, my dad's one of the pastors, and so he got he went here, and so I went here. And eventually, I just didn't feel right about it. I had gone through some things, and mm-hmm. I just kind of separated myself. Okay. Um, but after that, for a while. I either didn't go to church or I had church hop. And so I tried a bunch of different churches and then I started to find some things about those. And I was like, okay, maybe those aren't really the best or things would happen and it just didn't seem right. So I went back here and I realized, oh, I have some friends here. Like yeah. this guy I've known since I was in fourth grade or even younger, I mean, he still wants to be connected with me and he's one of our teachers as well. So that's just like, it's already a good connection when I come back and then just like friends reminding me like, Hey, are you going to be here this Sunday? Asking me some questions. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I might, I might show up. And so I just started going more and more. And then, um, Tim, our main pastor, he starts asking like, Hey, what are you doing? And then he tries to get you, getting you connected. And that's when I was like, Oh shoot, I kind of <laughs> want to do that. And so like we had a good neighbor project one year where we all had like, over in the front yard, we had digged up a bunch of um, a bunch of leaves and a bunch of old roots. And so when I did that, he was like, I see something in you. And I was like, what? It was only like three of us and we got it all done in like wow. two hours. And so when he started asking me to do some more like connections and leading, it's like, okay, I'm getting integrated. And that's kind of the cool part about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Love it. Well, and we're going to be talking in this episode about dreams, you know, how going after your dreams that God has given you. Um, I love your shirt, by the way. Keep God yeah. first. Keep God first. You got that from the brand new t-shirt company, clothing mm-hmm. company. Love yeah. it. It's just been perked up by some of your friends here at Westside. Yeah. So love it. very cool. I love it. That's awesome. All right, Jan, how about you? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got connected to Westside? Well, um, I was living at Woodburn uh, Senior States. I bought a home there. Okay. What's that, about 40 minutes from this location? Oh. 30 um, minutes, something like that? Probably an hour. Okay. Because right. I take the back road. Okay. <laughs> and um, anyway, I moved here because it was so lonely. I moved in with yeah. my granddaughter and her family because it's lonely being living by yourself, especially with COVID. You right. couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't go to church. And so I started out with going to a different church but I didn't feel comfortable because they didn't talk about the salvation of Christ. Okay. And that's a mistake because just because people go to church doesn't mean they're Christian. Right. That's true. That's how I feel. And so I drove by here all the time and I see the sign outside, no perfect person allowed. And I loved it. (laughs) And I've been here ever since. I love it. That's awesome. Very cool. And, you know, both of you are involved in many ways. Jan, tell us a little bit about how you're, currently involved well i'm involved in the senior singles group yeah and it's more for people that are divorced or 
or lost someone, okay. from, I mean, a spouse from uh, death. Okay. And we're doing really well. Um, and it's taken me a while to get where I wanted it to be. Yeah. But it's, it's been awesome because I'm learning with the group. Yeah. Ashley. And we're like a family. That's um, just how it's supposed I to mean, be, isn't that's, it? But it took us a long time to get there. We yeah. started in February, February last year. Okay. So you're a year in. Yeah. Okay. Almost. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's a good point is that anything that we do in life, if we're going to step into what God has put in front of us, it doesn't happen instantaneously, right? And sometimes you can't wait, you can't do things based on how you feel about it because it, it doesn't feel great yet. But if you keep after it, you get, yeah. you get to the point where like, because a lot right of now. things I do is out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, Colby, I want to ask you a question about your dream. Okay. So mm-hmm. when you think about living your dream life for God, that was our topic on Sunday at Westside. Yeah. Uh, what comes to mind? Um, you know, instantly the thing that most teenagers would think of like is having kids, being married and just living their life for God. But really when you think about it deeply, it's, it kind of goes past that because it's like, okay, yeah, that's what I want. But where would God actually want to bring me and where could he bring me? It's like, okay, I know God is wanting to do great things in everyone's life. I mean, many are called, but few are chosen. And it's when we make that decision to actually follow that, it's kind of hard because we're just following on God's lead. And that's the main thing is just doing things in, in a way that's letting God lead my life. Okay. So you're you're saying you, you get this vision that most young people have, yeah. But you're 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 saying that maybe that's secondary to just following yeah. what God has for you. That's Definitely. amazing. Yeah, very cool. All right, Jan. What about you? What what reaction do you have to the idea of living your dream life for God? Um, I'm not sure, but I've just found out at Christmas time, just before Christmas, that I've um, got there's an opening at Beaverton Lodge. Right. Okay. And which is another place to the. Uh, uh, it's in if, um, senior care home. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a little scary because it's totally different than anything I'm used to doing. Yeah. So it's my comfort zone again. <laughs> but I feel like God's leading me there. Okay. Um, and uh, if I could read this, what I got. Oh, we'd love that. That um, yeah, I got this a couple of days after. And it was awesome. Many times God leads his children in new directions. But if we decide it's easier to stay put and we refuse to take the initiative change, our circumstances will miss out on his plans for us. If God is offering you a chance to take a leap of faith for the cause of the kingdom, refuse to give in to fear. Say yes. Determine to step out of your comfort zone. Embrace adventure and then get ready for a renewed joy. Lord, I'll follow you anywhere, including the adventure to which you've been calling me. Hold my hand as I take the leap of faith. That's wow. awesome. That's strong. I know. Yeah. I really answered <laughs> that this is what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so you, you're so you trying to make this decision and all of a sudden that page shows up in your life. Yeah. <laughs> About a week later, I okay. think it was. Yeah. Because it's a little scary doing something different. This yeah. is totally different. Right. You know? Well, but you know, here's what I've watched with you because for those 
listening and watching, one of the first things you did when you showed up at Westside was you joined a growth group that was meeting in our home, Melissa and I. Yeah. And so we got to know you a little bit. And one of the things we kept saying about you was, gosh, she seems so young. And because she's so like, you know, I don't know, just like willing to take a risk and and willing to try, you know, talking to people she doesn't know yet and jump right in. And and then shortly after that, you started looking around at the opportunity to circle up with others who might have been through the things that you've been through. Yeah. And that's why I started this group. Right. And I mean, and you've been how many people over the time, the year or so have been involved in that? Well, it started out with we. Pretty big group, yeah, like sixteen, right, sixteen, and twenty stuff, people. But I think like. a lot of them didn't understand what we were about, and right. some of them because I felt like the church was mostly for younger people. Okay, and so I went online uh, on Meetup and started a group yeah. there to to combine. Yeah, and so I think a lot of them didn't understand that it was more of a Christian thing. Okay, yeah. They were looking for the the, the senior yeah. tender. Yeah. And <laughs> no, so I'm just kidding. now it's dwindled. We, the most we usually get now is may, maybe eight, but because okay. some they can't always come. Right, yeah. So it's like... But the key thing is, is that you stepped out and, I mean, not only did you say, pick me, I'll do this, but you said, let me think about all the ways I could get the word out. And I thought that was so cool. We really saw you leading in that way. That was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're there for each other. Yeah. Because so many have big issues. Like there's one lady that's lost her husband a couple of years ago, and she has no family. Yeah. She has no kids, no right. family. And so we're there for her. We're, we're there for each other. Yeah. So it's been awesome. Yeah, I think one of the things I hear you both saying, just in reaction to the idea of living your dream life, is you got to take a risk. You got to take a step and you got to follow that lead, even though you don't always know um, how it's all going to work out. Really, sometimes even what it's going to turn into, right? Yeah. You just yeah. you just know this step is in front of you and, and it's part of the dream that you know God has for your life. I let them know that I have problems just as much as they do, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't want them to feel inferior to yeah. me. So That's great. Uh, one of the things we talked about on Sunday... Uh, and in the series we're in, Dream, I Dare You, we're, we're really going after this topic of God has a plan, a dream for your life. I know the back of that shirt <laughs> that you're wearing, Colby, right now has Jeremiah my favorite verse from the Bible, Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans give to give you, you a hope in the future. future, right? God has a plan for all of us, a dream for all of us. And um, in this series, one of the things that we just talked about was you find your dream life at the intersection of your your pain and your passion. And, and it's kind of, we wish it was only through our passion, right? But it also involves our pain. So, uh, Deanne, I want to start with you on this question. Have there been any painful experiences in your life that God has used to help you see your purpose? And tell us about that. I mean, you already mentioned a little bit of it, but explore well, that because, a little more. Um, because when my husband died, passed, passed away 12 and a half years ago, mm-hmm. It was really hard because you lost everything. Yeah. You lost your friends you had. You just you just lost so much. And um, so I went through a lot. I've had a lot of surgeries. I've had uh, three hip replacements because one of them popped out. Ah. Uh, I have a knee replacement, both shoulders. Wow. 
and I've got a stimulator going up my back, and I've had four back surgeries all in 11 years. Wow. So I'm bionic. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So how do you feel that has prepared you? Or, I mean, what do you, what do you take forward from that that you share because with people? Because I feel like there's a lot of pain, especially people that are getting older. Uh-huh. Because we have a lot more pain, a lot more issues like arthritis are, you know, and uh, we're just not able to do the things we used to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And so that's what caused me to do this is because we need to be there for each other that we're going through difficult times because as we go older, we're falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, a lot of times we talk about psychological pain or emotional pain. You're talking about even physical pain. Yeah. Being there for each other in that time. That's really great. Yeah. Wow. Colby, you got any, any painful things that have kind of steered you in the right direction now? Um, I'd say like overall, probably definitely. I mean, that's, that's mainly like every time I go through something hard, it's like, okay, dang, I really just learned a lesson right there. Yeah. I mean, I was going through this really big problem one time, um, and I just hurt my back from a cross-country season. I mean, this was this year. And it, it just, it was like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how I can, like, am I going to be able to play with this? How long is this going to last? And I still have back pain. But I just, I just knew, like, when I figured it out, like, I just had to give it to God right now. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm in pain, I still have to rely on him for peace. And all these lessons that I've learned, like, I mean, I'm a high schooler, there's a lot of drama that goes around in school. There's a lot of just overall things that people struggle with mentally. So sometimes people's problems becomes my, become my problems. Yeah. And I mean, that's a big thing. And so it's like, when you get connected to those, it's like, okay, how can I pray for them? Or how can I help them and lead them? And that's also really in just becoming a leader. And I think also the really huge thing that's led me into what I do now as a leader is I used to have like severe social anxiety. Okay. And like somehow now I teach and it's like, okay, I, I'm so afraid of doing that sometimes. I'm like, okay, yeah, there's definitely something fighting me right now. Like I was going through it and that's what separated me from the students for a while. I was like, I did not want to be connected with anyone. I just wanted to be next to my mom. That was my safe place. Mm. And I, I didn't want to go like talk to anybody. So I would help in the preschool or I just wouldn't go to church. But when, when I like had talked to people and I had started learning more about God and learning more about my faith, probably when I was in like eighth grade, now I'm a junior, it was like, I had that moment of what is this spark that I like? Yeah. And I just like, I started researching and the more that you like, I, I would write down or the more I would answer questions in my classes, I'd be like, God is really in this right now. And even though I go through, like I go to a small private school and it's a really good community, but sometimes it can be hard, but I have like those teachers and they really helped me learn like, Hey, you do have a faith. And we have like some tests as well where they like ask you questions like, what are your spiritual gifts? And sometimes those aren't the best reliable thing. Yeah. Oh, it says that I have, um, exorcism. And it's like, wait, hold on. You have what? But like, um, the main thing is that I have a gift of like just being able to love other people. 
And sometimes the devil also fights that. So it's when you know that the devil is fighting you for something, like if yeah. something is really hard, if you're struggling to do something, it can be hard to connect with students, but it's the main goal is that we can connect with students, that we yep. can show them love. We can talk to them. And then like when I'm afraid of teaching as well, it's like, okay, yeah, and I know I need to do that. I know I need to teach. There's a reason for it. So how do you power up in, in the sense that like, you know, if you're starting to feel tense or anxiety or fear before you have to teach, how do you get through that and actually show up to follow through? Um, you know, I've actually had a, a couple of times teaching where I like totally bailed. Like, okay. Um, last year, it's like somebody goes out the door. You're like, who was that? It was cold. <laughs> He's gone. It was like, <laughs> uh, last year I had broken my ankle and I was going to co-teach with, um, Linda. Okay. And like, I wanted to do it with her, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, because I just broke my ankle. And so I didn't end up doing that. And then like, actually the last couple of times I've been trying to teach, there's just been something that's kept me from doing it every single time. Like I was supposed to teach last week, but we got snowed in. Right. So I couldn't teach. And it, I mean, I also kind of felt unprepared, but I was like, I'm going to face this anyways and I'm going to do it. So, and then the previous time I just couldn't end up doing it because I didn't have enough time to study it. I'd only looked at it like once. Um, and then it was a day before and I was like, okay, shoot, I have to do this now. And, it, and I was just totally unprepared. And I feel like that's when I realized that the devil was trying to fight me for yeah. it. And, and so the thing that I, in other situations where I realize how do I deal with this stress is, okay, why does God, like, I have to think, why does God want me to do this? Mm -hmm. What could he be calling me for? Like, what could this be doing to help other people? And, um, so good. Yeah. Like yeah. what really can, can I do in right now that's going to give this to God? I mean, cause it's not in our control, right? It's like, yeah. it's his control. And even when we're afraid, like we have all these thoughts. I mean, one of my favorite verses is Proverbs nineteen twenty one. 21. Okay. Many are the thoughts in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Yeah. It's like, even though I'm going to think all these things, or I'm going to say, I'm going to do this. Sometimes I just won't but it's God's purpose that'll stand and it's God's will that'll lead me through these things. And it's ultimately like when we have to, when we rely on God's will and God's power that we can get through these things. Yeah. That's awesome. Chip off the old block over there. You sound like your dad a little bit. And I love that. I respect <laughs> yeah. you greatly. That's great. I took that spiritual gifting yes. sh uh, shop and that's when I learned that um, my gift was compassion. Okay. Yeah. And that's what's helped me with my group because I have compassion for them. Yeah. That's a really good mm -hmm. point. Is it, you know, when you, when you realize God's got a dream and a plan for you, the cool thing is he's equipping you along the way with a special talent, a gift, the capacity to do that. Yeah. 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 And you can lean on that and, uh, yeah. you know, it, it really powers you through. I didn't realize how much it, it meant until I started this group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you get, you get out on the limb a little bit Yeah, and you need the help. All right. Um, I want to ask you this too, guys. Uh, are there any areas of passion um, that you're excited about pursuing in your life? So you've got, you know, you've got the pain side of things. And then what about the passion side of things? If, if your dream is going to show up in the intersection of your pain and your passion, um, is there something that you're just super passionate about that's out there for you and it's pulling you forward a little bit? Either one of you have a thought about that? What's a what's part of your dream or something that you're really passionate about and you're excited to see that develop here in this season? 
I'm excited for what it's done in my group um, because we're growing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we're like family. Yeah. And that's, that's where really it good. all is, you know. Being, being like really that close and being like family. That's important when you're connecting with people. Yeah. I think the biggest thing about the passion part for me personally is just like relying on where, okay, does this make me happy? Or does this like, does this bring God's peace with it? And when I think about teaching, I also think about coaching because last year when I had broken my ankle, I kind of done this assistant coach thing. Okay. And so like, I was like, I had like a ton of fun with that. I was like, I was able to help my guys and be like, Hey, I have another set of eyes and this is what I see you doing wrong. And it's the same type of thing. Like I really love being able to just like help others get better and help others change the things. I mean, if I, if I say I would have to do anything as a job, it would be coaching because I just think that's really cool. And when I was originally injured with my back this year, I was like, okay, I talked to my coach. Maybe I could coach for a little bit or maybe I could like just help. And he was like, no, no other coaches besides the actual coaches. And that, <laughs> that kind of made me mad for a little bit, but I was like, you know what? It's fine. I, they, they still need my help and they, I can still help them either way. And I can still show them like, Hey, you're doing good, but just giving them some advice. And that's the same thing with what I do with the students is I will give them like some advice. Like if they're saying they're going through a problem, I'd be like, Hey, maybe, you know, you could do this. Or I tell them a Bible verse. It's just the same idea. Like, Hey, I want to help you through this. Oh, I see it from the outside. I can, I can just get you through it. I, I've been through these things, especially for middle schoolers. Like I've been through this problem and I can show you the way that I figured it out. Yeah. I fixed it. Yeah. It's great. Um, Through all, through it all, through all the pain and all that, my favorite song is Through It All (laughs) because it brings you closer to Christ. Yeah. What are some of the words of that song? Oh, shucks. (laughs) I think I remember that. I think my parents would play that song. I I had it memorized for a while, but I kind of lost it. I think it's like I've learned to trust in Jesus. But it's so good. I've learned to trust in God God. through it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. What do you guys think you would say to someone who's listening, who's maybe hasn't jumped out of their comfort zone yet. Um, they're, they feel too afraid. They, 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 they do feel, they know, they know there's something for them out there, but they just haven't gone for it like you guys have yet. Well, what advice would you, you give to them? You just have to step out okay. and do it, you know, with God's help. You yeah. know, you mm-hmm. can't do it on your own. Okay. Yeah. I've learned that. I can't do it on my own. I can't do this on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Um, you know, I kind of heard this thing. It was actually earlier um, in one of my classes. We were reading about Obadiah, and at the end of, of the book, it's Jerusalem is restored, as well as Edom and other nations. And it's just like the main point is God is going to deal with all the evil, but he will also bring healing and peace. And so the thing is, when we think, okay, we can't, th- we can't do this, or I don't want to do this, we know that if we give it to God, he can deal with it. He can um, destroy all that evil that's going to mm. take you away from, from it. And he's going to bring healing and peace through the process of what you go through. Because, I mean, through my experience, it's hard being a leader. 
And they're like, I mean, it's hard and it's easy. There are things that are really fun. Yeah. There are things like, oh shoot, I have to do this right now. Yeah. But God will bring you through it either way and he'll strengthen you and he'll just lead you through it. And when we do have the fear of God in our hearts, which is just knowledge and experience. And that experience part is really like really important because we can have wisdom, which is knowledge. And then we can have fear of God, which is like wisdom, knowledge, and then being able to like experience that and being able to apply it to our life. So just knowing that, okay, God can power me through this. Like, like you said, I can't do this by myself. No one can ever get past anything. Like when I'm trying to get past, um, like sin, I'm like, dang, I like, dude, why do I keep doing this? But it's like eventually, and I mean, eventually, because like you said way earlier, it will take time. And we just have to continue pursuing it and continue doing it with God. That's great. If, if you do it without God, it falls apart. Yeah, it does. Or, and sometimes, and I've experienced this, you, you launch out doing something that's maybe your own idea yeah. uh, on your own, and it turns into nothing. <laughs> it, yeah. it turns into nothing. So, well, thank you so much, you both of you, for taking your time. <laughs> for being transparent with us and just sharing a little bit of your journey. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm so proud of both of you for the way that you're jumping out there. You're going for it. And, you know, watching where God is leading both of you, it's so exciting to see what might be out there in the future for you. And even for sure right now, we see an impact from your life. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate you both. Yeah. Thank you for having yeah. us. Yes, yeah. thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Midweek Motivation. To make sure you don't miss any content in the future, please subscribe, share, and if you enjoyed this, give us a like and consider popping by a Westside service some weekend. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com.